up podcast where we analyze a new album each week i'm jamie and this week we've got me nick what up and jordan what is up um this week we're going to be taking a look at yes laud by anderson pack and knowledge under the collective title of no worries uh released in 2016 and it was picked by nick yes it was um yeah so if you want to want to share a little bit more about kind of why you chose it Oh, of course. So, um, uh, I think I just kind of rediscovered it the other week. Um, I've always liked Anderson, Anderson Pack a lot, as you know, um, Jamie. I don't know if Jordan necessarily. I knew, I knew, I knew. (laughs) Okay, I got you. Um, I like him enough to where, uh, one of our other friends, um, bought me a a small poster of him for, for Christmas one year. It was very nice of him. It's in, uh, it's in my, it's in eyesight right now in my room. I can see it. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> um, I really, uh, really enjoyed his, the first album I ever found of his was Malibu, which I think is the album that kind of put him on the scene. I don't know. I can't remember if it won a Grammy. I know it was nominated. I know he was nominated for best new artist for it, but it came out the same year as this album, and uh, pretty sure it came out before. I don't exactly know. I just know they're both listed in 2016 on Spotify, but um, I probably like Malibu a little more, mm-hmm. um, just because I like uh, that that direction that he goes in in Malibu, more of the R&B and singing. Mm-hmm. And I I do enjoy his rapping too, and there's a good mix of it on on this album, which is one reason I wanted to pick this album, to um, uh, because I felt like he was really versatile versatile on this album. I gotcha. But um, uh, his two newest albums, Oxnard or Oxnard, and uh, Ventura. Mm-hmm. O- Oxnard is um is more of like a rapping hip-hop album and ventura is more of an r&b album yeah and they're both like really good i know dr dre had a large influence on the production of oxnard that's cool and yeah yeah and uh they're pretty good friends i know they work together a fair amount Mm -hmm. whenever whenever he's recording his stuff anderson pack because um um, I could be wrong, but I remember hearing in an interview that Anderson Pack was the most featured artist on Dr. Dre's, I think it was 2015 album called Compton. Gotcha. And that kind of like kicked off like a friendship and partnership between them. So now whenever Anderson Pack works on stuff, he usually gets Dr. Dre to help him out. That's stuff. pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's some, that's some some it's rap a, royalty right there yeah it's it's a good name to a good reference to have on your resume for sure oh absolutely <laughs> especially but, the uh, the fact that you know he's liked so much that he was like the most featured or whatever you said yeah but mm-hmm. that's that's impressive because that's a large like selection of people yeah to be chosen from yeah. 
and in the um in the spotify notes for the biggest song off of oxnard i was listening through oxnard the other day and um the song's called tense it was the lead single it has kendrick lamar on it Mm -hmm. it was saying that uh they met on uh when they recorded a song with dr dre for compton and that like kind of kicked off a friendship between them and stuff too nice they don't collaborate like as much as um uh anderson pack and dr dre like we dre yeah yeah nice but yeah i just uh i like i like his his attitude but also like i feel like there's a good mix of emotions in like everything he puts out like there's Mm -hmm. there's a range that i like a lot a range in his lyrics in the topics he covers in the style that he either sings or raps and um and i feel like he can he can shift up between like um he doesn't really have like any like hard rap or like harder stuff mm-hmm. but like he can yeah. he can switch up between like being really confident in his tone and being really sensitive and stuff and i like I that gotcha. a lot that's true I, I mean that was also you know that was on display in this album for sure that was yeah. kind of some of the mm-hmm. things i noticed listening to it real yeah. quick wasn't he also wasn't he on the 2016 uh freshman cypher do you know I don't know much about that XXL stuff, but I know you follow it pretty good. Yeah, I know he was on one of the ciphers. Hold on, let me, let me look it up real quick. I I only know uh, XXX's feature on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was on he was on the 2016 XXL cipher with uh, it was designer Lil Dicky and Anderson Pack all uh, freestyle rapping. Okay, which sadly was the less. Uh, People are say, people say that the 2016, the other one, with uh, I think it's Uzi, uh, Denzel Curry, Kodak mm. Black, Twenty One Savage, and Lil Yachty. That's like the most famous XXL freestyle in history. So it's kind of mm. sad that this one gets overshadowed. But gotcha. he, he's wearing some cool clothes in it though. So <laughs> he's got that drip. He does have a cool style. <laughs> he does, and all of his like social media pictures that I've seen, he always looks like super styling styling and profiling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah i uh i don't really have you know much experience with his like i know i'm hearing you know just through sheer osmosis like being in the same (laughs) apartment with you in sophomore year i heard him that way but i never really you know sat down and listened to his stuff so it was uh it was nice to hear kind of because it was it was mostly him doing the lyricism and like the um you said knowledge is the guy he's like the beat maker right yeah yeah that dude that yeah, was I didn't do like, good on this album yeah i didn't do like a ton of research into like the production of every track mm-hmm. but i know that knowledge is a producer gotcha. and every solo effort he comes out with is just beats i so got you i got you it, it just makes sense that he's the producer Right. Is it kind of like Kenny Beats a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't come out with a lot of collaborations. Like this is oh okay. okay. Th- this is like the only like collaboration where his name is like listed alongside the artist that I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, alongside the like the singer rapper. But um, uh, and I don't really know like if people use beats. That he, if he like just produces other rap albums and his name isn't like attached in the title, mm-hmm. but yeah. but he very well could do that because I listen I've listened to like two or three of his 
solo albums and EPs of beats, and they're they're pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I like I liked a lot of the ones on uh, on this one. Yeah, one of my favorite ones is a uh, well, well, we'll get into that later. But I think mm-hmm. I think Swade's beat is really like unconventional. It yeah. just it sounds it sounds so like not stuttery, but it just it feels like it wouldn't work. But I feel like the flow of the song is is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd say that from what I can remember. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't like mark it down, but I, I think you. I can place like what you're talking about. Um, yeah, Jordan. So have had you had much experience with Anderson Hack in the past, Jordan? Uh, no, no. The only thing I the only thing I knew is that he was kind of. Um, yeah, like I said, I only saw him in the XXL cipher because I've tried to. I've after getting into rap, I tried to go back and watch a lot of those, mm-hmm. like uh, just seeing kind of. It's it's usually for rappers who are just up and coming like that year, right? And so I kind of go back and look at like where they were now and where they are where they like landed where they were then and where they are now, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and see how much they've kind of grown, like even just as like a celebrity, like a lot of them have a, a bigger fan base than they did back then but and that's why honestly a lot of those people turn out to be pretty big artists so that's why i'm following uh the cyphers every year now because like that's pretty much what got me into like Blueface, uh rico nasty um even like it was literally a year ago like megan the stallion and the baby were on there and they've blown up like mm-hmm. so much this year just the baby with his albums and megan the stallion with her like virality of all her songs so they do they do a pretty good job of like like i'm not, I'm not saying they're like underground when they find them obviously they have like a pretty good like following but uh as far as like future endeavors go they have a pretty good track record of uh finding artists that consistently put out and make good stuff so gotcha yeah i meant to um go back and listen to the the tiara whack um like portion oh, yeah. of that xxl that you were talking about because you said she like raps and like doesn't have any music right yeah i actually went back and uh watched it right after that uh last week's podcast after i mentioned it and it was still pretty good it was still kind of like it's still kind of like weird yeah because <laughs> the rap is like it's so and it's, sorry i don't want to get too off topic but it's so uh it's just she's literally like you can tell she's thinking about the raps as she's like saying it it's kind of <laughs> crazy but yeah it's pretty cool i'm not sure if she's british or not that's kind of random but I've been watching a show on HBO and I've heard like two or three of her songs in the show and the show's British and they use a lot of like British hip hop in the show. And she it just made me curious to think if she's British, she might be. I kind of like British rap some, but uh, it's interesting. I feel like there's a barrier at first because the first time you hear it, you're like, <laughs> the, you're like, okay, this is, this is kind of different. But like, uh, I know a dude named Jay Big Prince. Shark. Big, yeah, Big Shaq. Um, but Big Shaq. Jay, oh yeah, I've heard some of Jay, Jay Prince. Prince. <laughs> Jay Prince and uh, Little Sims, they're pretty good. Dang. Little Sims. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sims. Also, uh, Skepta. I mean, oh yeah. Skepta's probably the biggest name uh, out of there. He he did a remix with uh, Pop Smoke on his Welcome to the Party. So gotcha. he has a remix with them. Um, Is he the guy who's featured on um, Praise the Lord? That ASAP Rocky song? Oh gosh, I honestly don't know. Let me see real quick. I know that song from from memes, but it's also just a good song. 
Oh yeah, it, it is him. We can't forget about the ASAP Forever remix though. <laughs> gang, gang, <laughs> fire. But anyways, oh, anyways, back to back to yeah, our yeah, yeah. Uh, the matter the, at hand. The boy of this week, Anderson Pack, and knowledge. Can't forget knowledge. That's true. Um, yeah. All right. I guess we can uh, go ahead and get on into it. Um, yeah. So we, we'll just uh, start off with any of our uh, like really um, stuff you like specifically stuff you like. Or do we? Just I heard mean, you say what? a couple seconds ago you said something about Simp Jamie. The the song uh, this album came out in 2016, and there's a line in the chorus of Suede. Where he says, "Look me in the eyes, there'll be no simping." So he was uh, he was early on the on the simp slang. Early dog. <laughs> Belle Delphine, who? <laughs> yeah, I I can't think of that line, but that is that's actually pretty funny. I didn't realize. I don't yeah. know why that didn't stand out to me more. I feel like I, I, I did. That. I didn't know what he said like mm-hmm. yeah. for a long time listening to it, and then. Uh, I read the lyrics probably like a year or two ago, and I was like, "And I was like, what is this word? What?" And then like, <laughs> uh, and then whenever simp got big on the internet over like the last few months, whenever I heard this song again, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, wow! Like, apparently yeah. this has been a word for a while, but people just didn't say it <laughs> until now. Yeah, well, it, it probably was in some sort of like communities, and it just hadn't made it to the the mainstream vernacular yet. Yeah, uh-huh. but um. But while we're talking about suede, I feel like it has. So I like a lot of the humor in this album. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a freaking like there's a Rick and Morty sample. Yep. Where more? Yeah, yeah. I thought I heard that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but but that's not like, in. Is that a Rick? Yeah, yeah. That that's not in suede. But suede has so many oh, lines. Okay. I suede is one of the, like the the most like um. It's the most wordy, or not necessarily wordy, but like, uh, verse oriented yeah uh-huh. like unique phrases because that was a mm-hmm. that was a note that i'd made is like most of this album a lot of it's like verbal hooks and then the beats and then you know i i like the skits that are thrown in there with it as well yeah <laughs> yeah this is kind of like to me i thought a, it's like a like a jam band ver- meets r&b kind of i can see that yeah, like he he has verbal like hooks that are kind of used like riffs are, but then his mm-hmm. job, there's also this kind of like progression of music throughout the entire thing, and not a whole lot mm-hmm. of like unique verse lines. Thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I think the funniest skits are the Rick and Morty sample. That was that was just really funny when I heard it because I was what like, song was that again? Sorry. Um, it's one of the it's one of the like the um interlude songs. I think it's called "Can't Stop," but um, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's at the end of that one. I got you. And then at the beginning of um at the beginning of Jody, there's some skit where he asks his girlfriend to make him a bologna and cheese sandwich. And that was like yeah, because he talks about can... like mayonnaise or yeah. something. Yeah, uh-huh. you can tell that like, at least at least I think like the girl's voice sounds like a guy doing a girl's voice. I yes, I sounded like him talking yeah, to uh-huh. himself, kind of. Yeah. Wait, is it 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 is him, right? I I, I could so. I could 
I could very well see. I didn't know if it was someone else, another guy's voice, but it it just sounds like a guy. And I was like, oh, uh, it says according to the according to this genius annotation, it's a uh, knowledge plays the male voice, and Pack is altering his voice to do the okay. male part. <laughs> gotcha. That is pretty funny. But yeah, but but yeah, Suede is, um. The first time I heard, well, I don't know if it was the first time or if it was the most significant time, I guess, but he does it. Uh, it's the last song that he does in this tiny desk concert. That um, oh. do, do you guys know what those are? Yeah, I do. Yeah, NPR. I'm a yeah, fan. okay. I still haven't listened to one. Like, it just seems so like. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go into it. But I, it, it seems uninteresting from the beginning, like from the outside. <laughs> but I feel like it would be. Uh, it would be it's it's super fun. neat. I would if so. If you want to start out, I would recommend starting with Chances. That one's pretty good. It is good. Yeah, you sent you you sent me another one, Jamie. I I haven't listened to it yet. I'm sorry. Uh, Mac Miller's is good, and um, yeah, uh, Anderson Pax is good too. At the end of it, he uh, he asks like most people do, like I think like the basic Tiny Desk template is like three songs, and three mm-hmm. three or four. And um, at the end of uh, Anderson Pax's third song, he he yells out like, "Do you guys have any requests?" And someone yells like above everyone else swayed and like that that song is like a sampled beat it's not like like a live band song but he has like his live right. band there and mm. he, and and like they i think they've played it live before because uh, but they don't play it a lot because he says something to them about like uh like you guys like you guys know the chords it's just a loop it's not hard but like right. but like we, we got another chords and they were like yeah 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 and uh, and he played it, but like whenever someone yelled that out, he like he laughed and he was like, "You guys, you guys like being called bitches in here," because <laughs> because the main hook of the song, like the 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 first line of the chorus is, "If I call you a bitch, it's because you're my bitch," and yeah. as long as no one else calls you a bitch, then there won't be no problem. And, <laughs> yeah, and so like it, it was. It was very amusing that, like, uh, he he confronted the vibe of the room. He was like, he was like, "You got what? You guys want me to sing this song?" Like, okay, <laughs> I'll I'll sing it. But he he Does looks like, like I mean, I he looks like he has like a really good time with it. It's it's really funny mm-hmm. when he sings it. Anytime I've ever seen a picture of him, he's always smiling. Yeah, he's, he's got his, having a he's got his huge huge teeth out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him and um. Him and uh, Anthony Fantano, they like go back and forth like a little bit about having like okay. the the best teeth. They say oh. like because like, um because Fantano's thing for a long time was saying like best teeth in the game, and then yeah. Anderson Pack said it when he was on Jimmy Fallon. I think he said like he had the best teeth in the game, and then okay. uh, and then Fantano made some like dumb fake beef video like about it. And he was, he was like, <laughs> I have the best teeth in the game. That's pretty funny. But yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But yeah. That, uh, I think, like, uh, I think that song is kind of a standout because I've seen it in his tiny desk, but also, like, I feel like that's one of the most confident songs on okay. on the record. Like, and it's not it's not entirely like um disrespectful like <laughs> but it's 
but but also a fair amount of it is mm-hmm. but but it but but there's like like we were talking about there's a good balance on the record like um what are some songs where he shows his more sensitive side like uh starlight is a is a good song where he shows yeah. his more sensitive side like talking to it sounds like he's like talking to a, a girl at a party and like talking about how they've known each other for a while and like um mm-hmm how he he like admires like how she's like changed and stuff yeah there's one uh i think it's get bigger that's kind of not it's like i don't kind of about his come up and stuff yeah it's not necessarily like uh i mean it's it's fairly introspective yeah talking about it and then he's like uh talks about you and me have to get bigger because earlier on it's like uh he's he talks about how he's working up and then he's like you know doing whatever he can to survive but then he like on his break i wrote a song about the love of my life stuff like that and then later on you know the hook is you and me have to get bigger you and me have to get bigger and um later on uh, overall through the whole other thing it's like kind of going back and forth there's like strife in that relationship and then she like cheated on him or something and then he said Uh as i get bigger and then that was the hook and it was like talking about there has to be mutual growth she said music or me at one point in it yeah so i thought Mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty cool that was a good one that kind of exemplified that yeah nigga i if if I can talk about just like the album as a whole real quick, yeah. I honestly, his voice wasn't really what I expected. If I'm really, being honest. Uh-huh. it's a lot. Uh, it was a lot. Kind of, I expect. I ex or oh my gosh, I cannot speak. Right now. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but I got a lot of like higher pitched singing than I thought I was gonna get, uh-huh. um, and a lot more like mellow music than I thought. I honestly have no idea. I have a I have a bad habit of when people say rap, I just think like aggressiveness. Yeah, and I know I like like most, and that's because that's the kind of music I like. You know, mm-hmm. it's not really because I I think it just reflects the kind of music that I like to listen to in rap. So when someone says rap, I'm like, oh great, let me listen to this really aggressive song that I like. And then it's like like I've listened to a lot of songs that aren't like that, but then I'm like, okay, this is still rap. You know, this is still or even like. Like I know it's a it's a varying definition and people can go out of that too, but I was expecting uh, I don't know I was expecting a lot more closer to what I listen to, but again that's just my bias. But I I enjoyed I enjoyed it, um, and the beats were nice too. You know, again mm-hmm. nothing too like aggressive. I'd say I I I don't know if you disagree with me with that because I know you said he's like I don't know if confidence goes along with necessarily aggression yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. but yeah it was it, it was not what i expected i'm not gonna lie it's not what i expected yeah honestly like I, I i feel like the like there aren't really any aggressive beats on the album the most yeah. um the most like i don't know it's not aggressive i feel like suede's beat is one of the the most in your face maybe or Mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. i just feel yeah, like the it's way a, it's, it's, a, it's a good song yeah i feel like the the way it starts out 
like the swell of I don't even know what instrument it is, but just it's I don't know. I feel like it's the most in your face and, and the lyrics of the song help it. The the most in your face like uh aggressive ish song. Aggressive adjacent, yeah. we'll say. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But one song I've I've really loved off of this album for a long time and um i think i really like the beat on it and and i I like the lyrics too but the beat is just so so different that's why i like it a lot is what more can i say the one that like the beat is basically just like violin yeah like like a loop of violin i've i've loved that song for a long time and um yeah and I, i i could see why people wouldn't like it because the beat is is very different but um but i have that in like like my my playlists that are like um i have like a i don't know like my favorite rap songs playlist or just like my favorite songs in general playlist like that song is in there i've just liked it for a long time gotcha it's a good yeah, one i don't know why people don't like when they put I, I love when they mix classical instruments with uh with beats it just sounds so good. yeah it's really mm-hmm. cool I've, I've never understood any criticism of it i love it <laughs> Like, have you ever listened to those? It, it blew up. You know, I, I listened to it before it blew up. But uh, it's uh, it's, it's this thing called Audio Mac on uh, YouTube. And I don't know if you've ever heard the song Ballin'. Or it's like it's like that piano that sounds really, really good at the beginning. And it's basically a cover of Roddy Rich's song Ballin', but it's called Trap Symphony. And they literally just do covers. I think they did uh, one of... I think Melly did one of Murder on My Mind. Uh hmm. Chief Keef did Love Sosa. I'm pretty sure uh, G Herbo's done some and Trippy Red's done some. There's probably more, but they just take like a song that they've sang and play the notes in like pretty much either a piano or a guitar or any other instruments, like actual instruments instead of like uh, synth- synthesized music or uh-huh. any like computer generated stuff. And it sounds so good. It sounds so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I sorry. I just, I, I love whenever they either do not it's it's not like a remix it's like a cover but with uh real music or not real music what am i saying <laughs> real music real uh instruments and like they perform it live but uh we got ben shapiro yeah, I, I really on the like podcast. instruments and songs what i said we have ben shapiro on the podcast actually just uh hypothetically oh, no. speaking uh, <laughs> <laughs> he came out a few months ago and said like rap wasn't real music and stuff uh let me just Give him a swift upper. That reminds me of a. Uh, it was a, a skit that Skrillex had, and I. It's a quote I assume from somewhere, but he says, "Uh, it's some like older sounding guy." And he says, "Like, uh, this isn't real music because no one's playing a guitar or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I know. I. I have a very different taste than people who, um, and again, I, I don't, I don't dislike like songs that are made with like instruments, but so many people have a problem with, you know, like beat making or like, yeah. and I, I don't want to say a lot of people cause there's a lot of people who like it, like millions and millions of people, hundreds of millions. But I remember growing up, people would be like, Oh, why don't you like this song? It's like, Oh, there's no like, actual music like not like actual instruments now and like I, I guess that's a good uh criticism or an okay criticism i don't know i don't really agree but 
Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't even... It's my opinion that it's not even really a great criticism because you still have to, like... No, like, yeah. people, people still add... Like, even when you sample, you usually add, like, drum beats and stuff over it. So right. that's, yeah. like... Yeah. You're, not, you're not hitting a drum with a stick, but, like, you're, you're placing those sounds... In, yeah in an yeah. order that is appealing to someone and it takes it like it takes talent to to find a sample of something that sounds good on loop that someone can like that someone can make music over like a different style of music because samples a lot of times don't come from like other beats they come from like actual music and then i i guess the the like the loop um uh i guess the loop maybe is the 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 periodic nature of it is what allows like rapping to happen over the beat but Mm -hmm. but like there there definitely is still artistry involved in it because people make beats all the time that sound like garbage and then you hear you you hear something like new or different or or just something that's like right down the the middle like alley of what you like and you're like hey this is this is cool and it was all made on a macbook yeah <laughs> oh my gosh no yeah there's i'm, I'm trying to get into producers too try to mm-hmm. like actually listen to their stuff but yeah yeah it's kind of like anyway, being into sorry. like a director's movies yeah uh-huh yeah like i i don't know a, a bunch of um rap producers besides like knowledge and kenny beats yeah and um like that's those are really the two that i like look for and i i can't think of many off i'm sure there's like well a couple more but I, that i can't think yeah. of off the top of my head the, the thing is the thing that's actually like making them more popular i think is they're putting taglines at the beginning now yeah so that's like when you hear like mustard on the beat or it's like mustard on the beat <laughs> i put the you know or it's like uh Oh my gosh, it's like, Pierre, you want to come out here? I, I don't listen to the, that much, but uh, what's, oh my gosh, what's the, isn't there one before Father Stretched My Hands? I can't remember. The, um, no, nah, it's probably not. Yeah, isn't it? Um, God, what is it? It's a, it's Metro oh, Boomin'. It's if oh is it Metro don't trust you. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. That's the and see it's so recognizable, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you hear it before like every song. Now that yeah. they're starting to put taglines in there, I think it's actually a good thing because their music's more rec. Because before you'd hear a beat and you're like, I-, I don't care. I just like who sings it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But now that they're putting taglines, I think I think that's overall better. But okay. Yeah, I know. Um... A big country producer that I like is a uh, Dave Cobb, and he works with he, he works with a lot of Americana and like all country some artists. Music, <laughs> he sure does. He might be working on on Dawes's next album, Jamie. So might have to give it a listen. For for the listeners, Dawes is a uh, California alt alt rock kind of. I don't know. They changed their sound a little bit, but it's a it's a band that I loved for a long time. Aww. all right all right back to back to anderson peck yeah yeah i was about to say i know i, wanted to, I, wanted to, I love I, like, I love him too we have to stand yeah we have to get um, back to the funny the topical stand oh, here jamie a big a big there. note i had was i really like the uh i really like the change up of the beat between wings and best one 
<laughs> it's a it's really good. It's like it starts with wings. It's kind of like dying down, and the best one just starts in with like booming bass and a nice rhythm to it. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. Pretty cool. Best I was one. Say, I didn't. Oh wait, sorry, Nick. Nick best one has some hilarious lines in it. Like, oh, yeah, uh, that one's pretty funny. The, the, like the the first verse, the uh, the first line of the first verse, the first two lines. You love me like you know I could be leaving in a moment's notice. First three lines of it. You telling me to stay until the morning. You know a inward homeless. That was yeah. That was pretty pretty darn funny. And I, and actually he was. I don't know how long he was homeless, but he was homeless making music for a little bit because like um, at least on Genius it said he was fired from his job at a weed farm. But uh, but I've heard him talk about that in like an interview or two, being homeless for like a short stint and still like. Uh, like he had music prepared, like trying to release. He was just like trying to yeah, get yeah. out there, and I think I think at the time he had. I don't know if he was married, but he definitely had a longtime girlfriend, either that mm-hmm. or his wife, because he's married now and he has two kids. But, Aww, yeah, that's so sweet. <laughs> but uh, also, in the third verse of the song. Yeah. You you with me, but you knew that I could do it by my lonely. You fix it inward cheese grits and cornbread. You know it inward hungry. That just like cheese grits and cornbread sounds amazing. <laughs> it does, except for the cornbread. I don't know. <laughs> you not but a big yeah. cornbread guy? I don't know. It's 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 hit or miss for me. I got you. <laughs> but best one is um is one of, I don't know if it's one of my favorite. I I I really like really enjoy a lot of the songs on this album, and this is one of the mm-hmm. ones that I that I really enjoy. I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but I do enjoy listening to it a lot. Yeah, I got you. I was gonna say, uh, you know, I try to look at the uh, title sometimes, mm-hmm. and I was like, H A N. Wonder what wonder what that stands for. <laughs> You know, I'm just listening like, oh, stands for hating ass inward. I thought it was no. O S. Yeah. What? Oh wait, yeah. whoops, I meant. I and meant, that I one's meant, that oh, one's I'm really sorry. funny. Yeah. Uh huh. I I I I misremembered it when I looked at the uh, analogy, but yeah, I I kind of I, I kind of like that song. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I like thought, Jamie said it was kind of funny. I thought that was a pretty cool um, juxtaposition at the end. Yeah, the whole analogy at the end. Yeah, the final skate. Yeah, it's like, uh, the whole, the whole like. I guess in Genius, it's called the outro, but it's just the end of it. It's basically like talking about he's like a, like someone giving a sermon, talking about like, uh, yeah, you may be unaware, but even at this moment, you could be standing next to one. And then it was funny when he said, "Deacon, go ahead and pray for him. Lay hands on him." Actually, like it's (laughs) like, um, you know, you put your your hands on someone from the church would put hands on like someone's shoulder and then pray for them and then it yeah. like he's like come here you bitch ass and then it like, <laughs> there's, it sounds like, like the... there's a fight in the background yeah and yeah. that yeah so i thought that whole thing was actually it was pretty funny yep. <laughs> the comparison they were going through the entire wire way right i can't there. believe i i can't believe i forgot to bring that up when we were talking about the humor earlier yeah i mean it really was this was a it was a pretty good mix because there's a lot of songs but some of them are like you know 
one minute interludes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something I haven't really listened to because I haven't listened to a lot of albums like that since like Stankonia by Outcast. That's like a big mm-hmm. one that comes to mind. I'm a Jackson. Did they have? Did they have like uh, skits in those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they okay. They were like called. It, it like basically there were some of them called like interludes is the title of them. But yeah. 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 Like uh, I just came in cookie. That one's pretty funny. Yeah, that's what that's what a lot of them used to do on like like I know Kanye's uh late registration and college dropout. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure has like skits on it. And then Chance tried to recreate that in the big day. It might have been like didn't that one the bomb? best songs on it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Which is kind of sad, but dude, I remember how hyped I was. I was like, new Chance music, and they came out. I was like, oh god, honey. <laughs> oh Chance, no, oh god. No, but uh, he he does do it, and they're like, I mean, they're not like, they're kind of funny. Like, they're not good or bad in my, how I would say, but he he tried to like bring it back, and I guess if the album was better, it would have been. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, it was that was like a like a, a it definitely died off. That was a, that was a early two yeah. thousands. Yeah. Imagine rapping about loving your wife for twenty songs. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Oh, Trying to be John Legend, but not uh, hitting the mark. <laughs> the, um, the skits on late registration are really good with like the drill sergeant and stuff. Mm-hmm, They're yeah. really funny. Or the ones on the college dropouts really good too. It's like uh, it's like a. Uh, I honestly don't remember the ones from late registration too much, but the ones because I listen to the college dropout more. But the ones on college dropout, it was like, it was like, oh, your your dad died and. He left you all his diplomas. Oh, great. You can do so much stuff with that. Good thing he didn't, like, teach you anything else and just left his diplomas for you. <laughs> and then there's, like, another one where it's, like, it's, like, after you graduate, it's, like, oh, you have all this knowledge. But, like, it's basically saying, like, I mean, his 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 album's called The College Dropout. Yeah. So uh-huh. he's, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a, a critical view perspective of college in a way. But uh, not not saying a college diploma isn't necessary because, in in in, in our field, I think it is mm-hmm. yeah. in a lot of ways. But basing your whole like existence and importance on a college diploma, I think that's more of like what the uh, what the, the criticism, uh, criticism is about. Was. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is you know valid for definitely for there's you know there's a lot of stuff it's not needed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. <sighs> Dang, engineering means you have to actually learn math, though. Bruh, I know. I hate this. <laughs> I wish someone told me this was going to be hard. Bruh, x squared equals y squared. Bruh, all right. Get out of here. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to see if I... I don't think I had any other specific notes. We've kind of hit everything that I was going to talk about. Gotcha. Yeah, so um, I didn't talk again. It's it, it's it's hard for me to like dissect these songs. I don't know what it is, but you know how after you listen, like even if I listen to the album a couple times, it's comparing with like albums that I pick that I've listened to like a lot, a lot, right. you know. So it's easier to, for me to like break it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. we well, gotta at least for me how I find it. Like I'll listen to it three to four times, and then there'll at least one time I'll just listen to it and be like, all right, all I'm doing is listening to this right now. And then kind of like, cause I, yeah, I guess it's not going to be this album, but there, I've got a few albums where it's very much like you have to hear like the lyrics to really get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, I mean, the my, I mean too, advanced too. There's some yeah. where it's just like, 
it's it hinges on the 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 crux of its beauty is in the lyricism (laughs) (laughs) yeah my my ritual is to listen to it a few weeks uh, a few a few times the the, the <laughs> you week see the future <laughs> a few times uh the week before um it comes out and then uh the day before we record i i sit down and like and play it um out of my like tv through my ps4 and like uh and just take notes on like um i don't take notes on each individual song but like on highlight songs i'll take notes and i'll just like note down things that i enjoy and things like that and then i always listen to it on the way back um to my place uh on the day that we record yeah that's, I, like, probably, that's to pretty it similar afterwards. to what i'll do yeah do uh do either you have any more uh like specific aspects you want to talk about um little uh, a, a little note i liked in um uh the song livin I feel like you can hear his his vocal chops pretty good in that song because there's there's two times where the the beat doesn't completely drop out but a couple instruments drop out and he he like sings over like one instrument and he he just shows off his range like uh um I like that um and uh also you can hear kind of a choir sing behind him I thought uh, I thought mm-hmm. Jordan might enjoy those those gospel influences since he likes early Kanye a lot no, yeah, I did, I did, I um, did. There was that. I think I had one more thing. I kind of forgot about it. Tbh, <laughs> I guess. But like in the, but like when when I when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did as well note a good note taking this time around. I'm sorry. For <laughs> oh, I really like the beat of uh, "Scared Money." I feel like it was like very glamorous, like, um. It's like it's a very synth heavy beat. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that scared money was like a betting term and I just learned that when I was reading about the the lyrics. I don't know like anything uh-huh. about gambling. But um Yeah. Yeah. I also gotcha. we don't have to talk about it a whole lot, but I I feel like Like This is one of the, the most explicitly sexual songs that i've that i've ever heard yeah that was just straight up describing sex the entire (laughs) (laughs) but but the beat's pretty good it's like yeah i feel like maybe like 50 like like a third to like 50 percent of the time like whenever it comes on and it gets to the chorus i'm like i don't think i can do this right now and i just skip it but like especially (laughs) if i'm with other people i'm like nah this is weird but wait which song was it again uh it's called like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Yeah, that but that it's... one straight up is just like, oh okay, so this is where we're going with this. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. uh but uh I don't think I'd that was it, it was it was interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna say that sca- that scared money, I just listened to it again, and it sounded like there was a sample in it, and I don't I, I just looked it up and it sounds the sample sounds really familiar. But I don't really like know where I would have heard the song. Oh, at, really? You know, it's like the dun dun dun. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It sounds like, like kind of like eighties music. Yeah, I feel like I've heard this song. Like I definitely have heard this. I just don't know where. Yeah, but I had I had the same that, thing listening to it. I was just like I was I was 
it, and it really hit me. I was walking Leo earlier this morning and was listening to it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like right on the edge yeah. of like what I can remember. I'm like, I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I just heard it again. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What sample are you? Yeah, exactly. Also, Jordan, um, I know you like remixes. There's a there's like a whole album of like remixes to a lot of the songs on this album. If yeah, you... I saw. I saw, I actually saw that. It says Yes Law to remixes. Yeah, uh-huh. I looked at because I was like, I was gonna ask you last week. I was like, are we listening to the remix version? <laughs> but it's like a it's like a beat remix, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Okay, I usually like like voice remixes better. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I listened to it, and I, I don't know if it's because I've listened to this album for so long, and I didn't like it yeah. because it was different, or uh, I think I think probably like a fair amount of the beats, I just didn't like them as much as the officially released version, but um, no, I got you. But, but I was just I was just letting you know, since I knew you were a remix. Okay. Guy. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you're you. Welcome, you're welcome, <laughs> But yeah, if you guys don't, that, that's all my specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'm done. Also, that's all I got. I got okay, so uh, I guess we'll talk Zero. about general. Oh, wait, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> How dare you cut me off? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So we'll start with just kind of like overalls, and uh, I don't, you know, either of y'all can go first, um, and then I'll go last and announce next. Reveal that. Mm-hmm. Nick, you can go first. All right. Well, um. I like how different songs show different sides of of him. We talked about that earlier, the versatility. Um, uh, like uh, Starlight shows a, a good soft side and a, a more romantic side. Um, side piece and What More Can I Say are kind of like, uh, the lyrics are conflicted, it seems like. Um, because he, he talks about wanting to stay with like his his main girlfriend but also like the, there's all these other women that that are attractive to him that he he's thinking about pursuing basically um, yeah yeah i like the I, I like the conflicted nature i like that in a lot of in basically any medium um and uh and swayed and scared money show show the the confident nature too and i i like all of I like the portrayal of a wide range of emotion because I, I feel like that's how most people are, I guess. And that's why... Live, I, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I enjoy that in TV shows, movies, and music that I listen to and watch because it, it feels it feels more authentic, maybe, I guess. But also, I enjoy music that, that mm-hmm. just hypes you up and like you were talking about earlier jordan stuff that's aggressive if if you want something yeah. of that genre you can seek it out but i when i'm when i'm in the mood to just experience something i i really enjoy the range and i felt like that was pretty present in this album which i don't i don't see entirely a lot in hip-hop i guess i don't listen to as much hip-hop as i do other stuff hip-hop and rap and r&b but but yeah. i i just enjoyed the range in this um Okay. So rating, I'll probably give it. I'll give it a, a eight out of ten. Did you say a number? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'll give it an eight out of ten. I guess it okay. cut out. Yeah, it's super <laughs> it cut out. Yeah. Dang, it had, it had been good. Yeah, no, it had been good. Last yeah, episode, it, it didn't happen at all. Good. All right. All right. So eight out of ten, got it, got it. So again, I told you it wasn't what I was expecting, which could go good or bad. <laughs> which one is it? Which one is it? Sadly, <laughs> it went more towards the bad. Just because uh, I don't know. I wish I was not biased in listening to music. Like I wish I could just surrender that. But I just love like hard hitting stuff. And again, this is uh, this is this is not this is not me saying it's not good. This is just me saying like it's not what I prefer. You mm-hmm. know. So if it was like what I preferred, I'd probably give it a zero. I'd probably give a lot of albums a zero. But again, I try to listen to like what it actually is and how I it, – it's kind of like a mixture of both, you know? Mm-hmm. Like how I feel about it, when I listen to it again, how it is. For that reason, I'm going to give it a four out of ten. I just wanted a five. What? I said I just wanted a five. You don't get a five, okay? <laughs> I, I wanted just, just an album that Jamie or, or I picked. I wanted you to give it at least something higher than a four. I don't think you have yet. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't. I don't no, think you yes. guys have given one of my albums higher. That's also five, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you like hypocrite. No. Technically, this, this is tied with Turn Blue for the highest rating he's given an album that's not his so far. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna say I thought Turn Blue was the was the the other highest one. I think I don't think any of us have given each other's albums like okay Nick and Jamie. You guys are kind of on the same wavelength <laughs> a little bit more, but. But as far as like me versus you guys, yeah, yeah. I don't think we've. I think four has been the highest uh-huh. because it's like, it's like we don't want to say it's five because that means it's like okay. But <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I actually, I've got the spreadsheet pulled up right here. Okay. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I I could run more trend data, but me and Nick are normally pretty average on whenever we choose in the Jordans are like the low points. Mm-hmm. I just I thought. I thought this was a chance to, to get too. that highest I really, rating. I thought, I thought this would be. I thought this. Would, well, I mean, it's still Dude, might. It was. It was. It was a little too. It was a little too vibey. I got you. Nick. It was a little too vibey. And I'm also, vibe-y okay. Kind of re- re- yeah. Last. Last thing. Uh, like, kind of like Tyler the Creator said at his last. Uh, I think it was the Grammys where like Igor was technically like a rap album, uh-huh. but he didn't like want it to be a rap album. I feel like it's kind of like this too. Like you could definitely not classify. This is rap, mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you, do you agree with me? With it's that like R and B, yeah. I don't know. When I think of rap, I just think more like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm putting too many labels on things. And like thinking about it, that that, that might be where some of my uh, frustration, not not frustration, but like uh, analysis mm-hmm. comes from. Which maybe I shouldn't do that, or should I? Don't really know. I would say it's a mixture of rap and R and B. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. You're right. That. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just comparing in my head. Honestly, that's probably what it is. You could call it whatever you want, honestly, <laughs> but sorry, you're too, you're right, too head ass. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, it was nice and vibey. It reminded me a lot of Awaken My Love. Yeah. I know there were there were some mental comparisons in there, which I enjoy. Um. I give it a seven, a nice, a nice seven out of ten, um, which brings us to a six point three three. Dang, is that the highest? No, no, 
That's the... Uh, okay. If two of them are tied, is that first and second? Or is that just tied for first? No, that's tied for first. Thank you, rational people. Okay. So then, this is the third Wait, highest. This, is there some people who don't agree with that? Yeah, there are people who say that, like, like it'd be first and second are tied, and then third is what I think oh, should what? be second. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's no, that's messed some, up. Yeah, that's wiggity whacked up. <laughs> Can't trust people out here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then it's it is third currently. Turn blue and mechanical bull are tied for first, and yeah. then being so normal is second, and then this is now third. Cool. Although, Jordan, your picks are not the lowest so far. Really? Is is Willie the lowest? Wait, never mind. They are the lowest. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, they're I the lowest, they but the not lowest. by much. Willie is barely above. Uh, okay, okay. Barely above Meet the Woo. Yeah, the lowest was Dirtbag. Are you gonna put the Woo on the bottom? <laughs> no, Dirtbag's on the bottom. Almost bottom. Almost bottom. Almost bottom. It's on the second bottom. I gonna put Blueface on the bottom. <laughs> he said, "Put a inward. Put a hole in an inward." Called at a bagel. <laughs> That's true. That was very funny. Ten out of ten. Um, yeah. All right. So then I will announce next week's album, which is going to be "How to Friend Love Freefall" by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. How to? Oh, I've actually been wanting to listen to them well, before. That, it's this is a good album, and it actually okay. So it's probably I would say like indie. It's it's definitely indie. I would probably say like indie rock kind of thing okay but it's also got like there's one where he straight up raps in it um (laughs) yeah but the singer his his style is like it's some of it it's a little spoken like melodically spoken and then some of them like uh when it lands he just he straight up raps in it and it's really good um yeah they're they're a band yeah, I've I've liked for a few a couple years. They are they're from Boone actually in North Carolina. Thank you. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I like their stuff. They've got they've got a few really good stuff. Probably the biggest ones that they've had were Cocaine Jesus. And, yeah, I've heard that one. Uh, hey, Pretty Mama was the one that got like huge. That one I saw, like, I think that was how I discovered them. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're good. So we're gonna gonna listen to that one. I'm excited. I was um, gonna do a different album, but I was listening, just kind of listening to a daily mix of mine today, and then I heard one of the songs off of this album, and listened to the actual album, and I was like, okay, you know what? Never mind. It's summertime. <laughs> this fits the mood more. I got you, I got you. That's exciting. I'm excited to hear, uh, to force some other people to listen to RKS. (laughs) I've always heard them been hyped up. I've just never uh, gotten around to listening to them before. Now you'll uh, have to. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Maybe maybe sometime we'll do RTJ Force. You're forced to listen to that one, too. (laughs) RTJ? I actually, dude, I really want to listen to it soon. I, I I I have to I have to convince like I have to listen to it. Alright, we'll we'll see what the landscape is uh three weeks from now. Maybe I'll choose it, who knows? No, I mean I maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, but I, I also just like want to listen to it, you know. Recommend it. Recommend it. 
It's so hard. Though. Quite yummy. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess what I've been listening to this week, I listened to that today. Uh, just still, man, just catching up on my backlog of podcasts. <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I listen to some other stuff. This is some Jason Isbell, uh, some Peach Pit still. I don't know. It's just kind of summertime. I'm listening to the that vibe of music. Gotcha. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The band My Morning Jacket. They're kind of like a psychedelic country rock band, almost. There's what's the song? What's the song of theirs? It's like nine minutes long. Cause I really like that one. <laughs> the 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 main album I've listened to of theirs is The Waterfall. And it does, I don't think it has a nine minute song on it, but no, it's like the cover. It's the it, bear one. It's the bear. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, I only know like two or three songs off that album, and I don't know a nine minute one. But, but uh, yeah, they're, they're we believe you though, James. <laughs> they're they're a cool um like modern day jam band, and uh, they released an album, The Waterfall Two, last Friday, and. Uh, all the songs were recorded at the same time they recorded their previous album, which is called The Waterfall. And um, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, it's uh, I Will Sing You Songs. Okay. I've heard of that song, I just haven't listened to it. I like that one. But yeah, The Waterfall 2, it's good. Good psychedelic. Um, like, uh, a lot of the songs are chill, some are more upbeat, but it's pretty good. Um, I basically rediscovered Gary Clark Jr. this week, and over the past two or three days, I've listened to almost every song he's put out. He's really good. Nice. Dang. Um, I haven't listened to his newest album yet. I was trying to listen to it from like the beginning up, and uh, I forgot how good his live albums were. Both his live albums are like awesome. He's like a blues rock guy. Mm-hmm. He's putting he's putting out some really good stuff. Yeah, he's a guitar wizard. Um, Plays an SG. Is he like Glizzard Wizard and the <laughs> Gizzard Wizard? <laughs> King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And the Lizard Wizard. He's okay. much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I would say he yeah I uh, yeah I would say much better. But uh, Dylan <laughs> might disagree. I don't listen to don't either. But but um and then also I uh, do you guys know who to- I'm. I could murder this pronunciation, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Toro E Moi. It's Toro space Y space M O I. And I think it's like Toro E like Spanish and then Moi like Mm -hmm. French, I think. I don't think so. I don't think I know him. He's like an. He's just. He makes like alternative music and stuff. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't know any of his discography. I got you. But um, his, his his newer two albums are more like alt hip hop stuff and before that he did uh some kind of psychedelic stuff and I don't know what chill wave is but I saw that in some description of something but um mm-hmm. but he uh he put out an album and I think it was 2015 just called What For one of the songs was on a playlist I was listening to the other day and I was like oh I'll check this album yeah. out and I I really enjoyed the album it was cool so nice. I'll probably I'll probably be checking him out over the next week. I got you. Um, as far as what I've been listening to, 
I went back and listened to Pop Smoke's first album, Meet the Woo. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, I had not listened to it, I don't think. I think I had listened to like one or two songs, but I wanted to listen to all of it again. Mm-hmm. I could listen to it over and over again. <laughs> um, and then also someone coming out of uh, New York Drill scene is, I think I've talked about it before, his name's Fivio Foreign or yeah. Five. <laughs> Five O Foreign, his pronunciation uh, teeters a little bit depending on how fast you want to say it or something. But <laughs> I'm trying to listen to his music to fill that void in my heart. Um, try to try to listen to more New York Drill because I really like that. And he's another person who was emerging. He had like a song with Pop Smoke, and he uh, he's he's I think I saw it on his Instagram. I follow him on Instagram now too. He said there's like a song that he made with him that's coming out on like the deluxe album of pop smoke's recent uh album so we'll see um and then another song i listened to was i saw i sometimes go on youtube for song recommendations um and do you guys know who rod wave is no i don't think so he, he's more of like he's not like a he, he's definitely not like a christian rapper but he's kind of like chance where he's like oh, okay. very religious mm-hmm. um and apparently he was in like a really bad car accident recently, hmm. like where he almost like died. Oh dang! And the song was called "Through the Wire." It had no samples or anything, but then I like looked on his Instagram because like you hear "Through the Wire" and you're like, "There's got to be a reference there somewhere," you know? Well, mm-hmm. right, because that's that's what happened to Kanye, and that's he made that okay. song after okay, being yeah. in a car wreck <laughs> in the ICU. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad you knew the reference because I. I, I saw it. That's what I thought the reference is. And then I just went to go, like, make sure, you know. I'm like, I'm not tripping, am I? Like, this is definitely what he's referencing here. Right. And it was. Yeah. Cause, I'm proud cause... of you, Jamie. And probably Nick. You probably got that too. No, yeah, because well, he was, Kanye, <laughs> so. Kanye, he was, that album was supposed to, like, set to come out. But they needed to, like, finish it up or whatever. And that's, it's cited by people in the industry as, like, how dedicated Kanye is to, like, his work ethic. He like yeah. he was in a horrific car accident, almost died. His jaw was wired shut, and he he still made that song and put it on the record. What what song was it? Yeah, through the wire. It's through the wire. Hey, wait, have you do you have you ever like heard that song, or do you like know its significance at all? No, dude, you should. It's you good. should. It's that good. is a good song. What, what that's a good song. It's it's the college dropout. Yeah, it's if you listen to oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard like, that song. You listen to it and then you go, yeah. "Oh, he was doing that with his mouth, like opening like a quarter Wire of an shut. inch or whatever." Yeah, it's so impressive. Yeah, I I haven't yeah. listened to the College Dropout in a long time, but I I have listened through the whole album. Yeah, I th- and that's one of the biggest songs. Yeah, off of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 it is. And that's why that's that's why I like knew the reference. I was like, "Oh, he's definitely talking about the like the 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 car crash thing," which I thought it was cool that he named it that, yeah. but. But yeah, through the wire, so good. And then I listen to the live version sometimes with through the wire too, where it has like an actual harp playing in the back. Oh my yeah. gosh, dude, it's so good! It's so good. But yeah, that's it. That's all I was listening to this week. All right, I guess we'll uh, we'll take her home then. Um, yeah, I wanted to say thanks for listening this week, and remember to tune in next week where we'll take a look at How to Friend Love Freefall by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Um, you know, make sure to check it out, give it a listen, so you can kind of have your own thoughts and be the, you know, join in the discussion. 
a little bit. Uh, you can feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album or just the episode in general on YouTube, or you can tweet them at us at, at listenuppod. And that account, as well as our personal handles, will be in the description of wherever you found this podcast. Um, yeah, well, for now, though, we'll catch you next week, and uh, remember to listen up. Listen up.